Welcome to the Midweek Podcast. I am joined by a very, very special guest today, Pastor Stephen Powell. <laughs> Who'd have known? Who'd have thought it? I tell you what, today's a, a unique day, Stephen. I want to give a little bit of, as we've made the trend and we'll continue as we approach uh, through the summer months, we're going to continue to take time to interview uh, different ministry directors and uh, part of that is hearing the vision of what the Lord been doing on their heart uh, and, and kind of getting some philosophy of how their ministries have been structured, what are some hopes they have for the future, and and some kind of juicy details that you can give us today as we look forward to the very beginning of July, that first week of July, we'll be having the, uh, the gifted strata folks coming in and installing uh, the new sound and audio visual system. So, uh, Steve, I know you're geeked up about that. Can you tell us a, a little bit about that process? Yeah, I'll try not to geek out too hard, but, um, yeah, so it's finally happening, um, by God's grace and the generosity, the just honestly, uh, overwhelming generosity of our church. This is happening really quickly and we're thankful for that. Um, the Lord has been faithful and gracious to us throughout this process, uh, even with a couple of hiccups and, and you know, just unexpected, really um, kind of hard things along, along the way. Many of them, honestly, uh, the Lord has continued to be faithful. So yeah, uh, the first full week of July, I think that's July uh, 6th, I think we're getting started. And um, the guys are going to come and take things out and put things in and uh, we'll have upgrades to our sound system, some new speakers and all the things that go with that, um, new projectors. So those will be easier to see. Uh, and when you say upgrade, <clears throat> that doesn't mean up in volume. It means no. uh, upgrading quality and clarity, right? Yeah. The biggest thing is clarity. So we're doing a lot in our space to, um, to make things more intelligible so um, in our space right now, in our sanctuary, sound kind of swirls around and it's a little bit hard to hear and there's a lot of echoes and those kind of things. And what that does is it creates a lot of fatigue on your ears as you try to really hone in on, on listening and hearing. Like right now, you're hearing my voice really clearly because there's no echoes. I'm just speaking right into a microphone and you hear me like this and it's really clear. But in our space, you hear the sound coming through the speakers and then it coming off the walls and all kinds of other things. And so while this is really easy to listen to, sometimes in our space, it's a little bit more difficult. So yeah, Steven, our, our, go ahead. Steven, I got to be honest, man. I got to interrupt you. What I hear you saying is I need as much help as I can get for the people to try to listen to what I'm saying. Is that what you're saying? Uh, I didn't say that. You said that. Uh, but, but no, yeah, yeah, I, uh, and it's uh, totally true. <laughs> Yeah, but not because of you. I think it is. It's it's hard to. It's sometimes it's. Um, I think what people will notice is when they hear the sermon and they listen to the music, um, and they hear the scripture read and the announcements, all those things that we do in the service that are so important. Mm -hmm. I think you're going to feel a weight lifted off your shoulders that you didn't even know was there, um, mm. because it's going. You're going to be able to hear things in so much of a a, a clearer way that. Um, you're not even going to realize what you were missing. It's kind of like Jerry. Mm. I think Jerry Alexander went, you know, recently to a, a different church and uh, was there visiting family or, or something. And mm -hmm. and um, and you can, he kind of heard the clarity of of their sound system, and he he realized finally what we had been 
kind of missing, kind of shared that with us. And mm-hmm. we're kind of hoping that we have that experience. You know, once we have this installed, the people will be able to to sit in service and and hear and think, wow, okay, I, I see now what we've been missing. Um, and so, yeah, we're really excited about that. Um, we'll also have some, some lighting upgrades and things that are going to help um, with our live stream, which has been a blessing during this this uh, interesting season um, that's been a, a great ministry to our church. And so we want to make that um, high quality. We're going to upgrade some some of the cameras and things we've been using for that. Um, we're going to have some uh, treatment on the on the walls to kind of help with uh, some of that sound absorption that we're talking about and that kind of thing. So, um, yeah, it's an exciting time. And, you know, we're not just looking to um, to upgrade for 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 just for the sake of being trendy or anything like that, we're actually trying to make sure that what we communicate on Sunday mornings is incredibly clear. Um, we don't want anything to distract from um, communicating the gospel message together with our church. We structure our services that way, and we want to to make sure that when we do communicate those things, that it's incredibly clear. Um, we have this kind of principle um, called undistracting excellence. Undistracting, I don't think, is in the dictionary, but the idea is still the same, uh, that we want it to be excellent for the sake of no distractions. Um, and so that's what we're hoping to accomplish starting first week of July. Well, we've been doing it already, been trying our best, but our equipment, our new equipment is going to help us uh, to do that. Yeah, no, I got a, I got a maybe a hard question here as that comes to mind. So when I'm you ready. say undistracting excellence, you're referring to uh, – you know, not perfectionism, I presume, but you're you're saying we want to, uh, on our side as proclaimers, we want to be as clear as we can. What would you say then to maybe the parent that's in this COVID time, uh, without childcare uh, being offered or the children's study time, that's bringing their children in, and those children are making noise, and and they're fearful that that is a distraction for other people. What would you tell them? How does that balance with with what we're aiming for and and clarity of proclamation? Yeah, I think that um, ministry is messy, kind of in general. You know, it's it's never like it's never like a uh, perfect white sheet or a you know just an mm-hmm. undisturbed thing. Um, the truth is, is that our family is diverse, and we have a lot of different uh, seasons of life. And um, and truthfully, that is that is the joy of being the body of Christ. Is that you know we've got um, grandparents sitting across the aisle from uh, families with new babies and everywhere in between. Um, and those grandparents sitting across the aisle have been where you are. If you're a, you're a family, I'm one of those families that has a new baby, a uh, fairly new baby. And, um, you know, I get to sit across the aisle from grandparents that, you know, when they when when Solomon, my 10-month-old, makes some noise and they look over at me, I really don't think it's because, geez, I wish that baby would be quiet. I think it's really, <laughs> man, I remember I remember that season. I remember that time. And I think that people are looking at you with with care, you know? Mm. Like, man, I, I remember what that was like. Either either like, oh, I kind of feel for them. I I you know, I they're part of our family. I feel I feel for them. Or they're thinking, man, what a joy it is to see other other families raising their children here in church. Um, I really do think that. And so it may be that you may get a glance and you can call that a distraction. I don't really think it's that. I think it's the the family around you 
there with you in this season with you. Yeah, I agree with that. As a matter of fact, we know that for a fact because of the the high number of senior adults or those adults that are past child rearing age uh, that have made those exact comments. So not just to us, but also as a concern, we're kind of really a, a microphone for those voices that are saying, "Hey, we want to make sure people understand that we love uh, seeing them." You know, we we they are yeah. not a distract. I mean, it is a joy. Uh, to, to hear them and uh, you know, it warms them. And uh, that's a that's a really important thing, because if we don't know that, uh, you know, we can fill in a lot of blanks in our minds that are that are that are not that case. So uh, that, that's been one of the most encouraging things. I know you've had people speak to you, too, as well about uh, uh, about that. And, you know, I know Megan uh, has gotten up faithfully with Solomon in the back and danced him around. I know it gets close to nap yeah. time. Uh, the the and, mama bounce thing. Yeah. yeah. And, and that is just an encouraging, that's a cool thing. Uh, that is a really, really cool thing. Uh, yeah. and, and that's a, that is a picture of a family, uh, not identical, different seasons, but, uh, running in the same purpose and aiming to sit under the same authority. That's, that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Stephen, what, what, what would you say to, we talked about this a little bit last week with Bobby. What would you say to, uh, you know, maybe some of our veteran members that have been at Grace for for now uh, well over a year and, and maybe even some decades. Uh, what would you say to those as they kind of come in this COVID season? Uh, those that are that have eased back in and will continue to ease back in to, to in person uh, our, our gathering time. Uh, what would you say to them as they they aim to make this the most fruitful gathering time that they can? Yeah, I think. Um there are a lot of things you can do to prepare on the front end um, to be a to be an an attentive and active worshiper, no matter the context of what you're trying to do. Um, so I think about this like when you when you want to prepare a meal, right? You have you have got to buy some ingredients. You've got to make sure your dishes are clean. You've got to make sure that your kitchen is in order. You gotta make sure you know where your pots and pans are, how to turn on the stove. There's all these things that you you prepare and you know how to how to do, hopefully. <laughs> um and and as as worshipers, as we prepare for a, a meal, you could call it a meal. Um, as we prepare for feasting on the word and being nourished by hearing the word together, there are some really important steps that you should take to prepare yourself. Um part of that is getting a, a good night's sleep. Um, and I, I kind of mentioned that last week. Um, part of it's, you know, we talk about school nights, right? You know, pe- parents put their mm. kids to bed early on a school night, right? Well, Sunday is a or Saturday night is a, is a church night, and mm. um, I think if we're out, um, if we're out like super late and we're doing things that are keeping us up on Saturday night, and we come in really tired on Sunday morning. That doesn't set us up well to be able to be an active, attentive uh, worshiper on Sunday morning. We're yawning. We're, um, and I, you know, of course, I'm guilty of this too. Um, you know, we're we're yawning in church on Sunday morning because we did a lot Saturday night, and um, I think it's good for us to discipline ourselves that Saturday go go to bed at a decent hour so that you can wake up ready on Sunday morning to go. Same for your kids. Um, that's a practice that I've that I've put into place on Saturday is trying to go to bed at a decent time on Saturday night because um, I got to get up and and do my job on on Sunday morning as well. But you've got a job to do as as believers who are coming to gather. So go to bed early on Saturday night. 
Um, yeah, I think next, you know, secondly, it would be um, to be an active uh, listener, to realize that even during the, the time of, of preaching, you know, we're not just passively receiving information. You know, it's not like I get to just sit back and relax and just hear and, you know, let it just wash over me. You know, <laughs> it's a uh, it's actually an, an active engagement um, as a congregation. We are engaging with the word of God. Uh, as spirit-filled believers, uh, we are engaging with God's word, and um, and so you know when we when we hear the word read, when we are listening to the preaching of God's word, um, we have to we have to actively respond and engage with that truth that we're hearing, um, and and um, and so that's part of what it, what it looks like to be a worshiper during the sermon. It's easy to kind of think we're active during the the singing because we're standing and we're actually saying things and and that kind of thing. But when you're sitting and the word is being preached over you, you're you're actively doing that. Um this is a little bit out of order, uh but third I would say before you come in prayerfully ask the spirit to help you uh in that time. Even as a family before you get out of the car, if you you got kids or if it's just you or your grandparents or what, whatever it is, before you get out of the car with your crew, whoever that is, whether it be yourself or others, um, pray together or pray by yourself that the Lord would help you in this time of worship, that you would come in ready. It's not just uh, the routine that you do, although it is good to have that structure, but it is a, it is a unique day. That Sunday is a unique opportunity to come in and um, to be ministered to and to minister to others as we sing over one another, uh, we uh, encourage one another, we serve one another. Um, it is a it is a unique time, and so pray for the Spirit's help. We're dependent on the Spirit to be able to hear and understand God's word. We're dependent on on Him to uh, to be worshipers of God, and so ask for His help uh, in that. Um, and then you know, kind of just a real practical thing. Um, I would say come ready, like bring things or or position yourself to be active in um, in engaging. So by that I mean bring a Bible, bring something to take notes with, take detailed notes. Um, think about it in in a sense of if you had to, you know, somebody couldn't make it that Sunday, or you were going to coffee with someone who didn't know the Lord, and you heard something in the message that you wanted to be able to share with them. Well, take notes in a manner that you would actually be able to. Um, I was going to say regurgitate, but that's not that's not that's kind of gross. But you'd be able to 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 give that back to them. You'd be mm. able to 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 convey that message to them. Um, you know, to someone who who hadn't heard before. And um, so this is just a, a few things. Um, you know, we, we don't want to come in and and just be passive. We want to be present. And um, and ready and prepared um, and participating. That's a lot of peas. You, I know you like alliteration. So I was giving you a lot of peas. That there. was tasty. Mm. Uh, you know, this isn't alliteration on with that, but uh, I guess it is. We do have we're all blessed with many people. Oh yeah, uh, who are uh, gifted by God uh, musically and of the heart to be able to lead and uh, others into music, uh, musical worship and. Uh, I know we've got Ryan Finnerud is going to be taking a leadership role this this Sunday. Tell us a little bit about Ryan. I know Ryan's is a heart at grace, a faithful brother, a beautiful family, faithful in the Lord. Kelly is wonderful. 
Yeah. Uh, and, uh, but tell us about that, that, that vision of him being able to partake in some leadership this Sunday. Yeah. Ryan, um, is such an encouraging man. Um, he has been such a support and help for me, um, having led here at Grace, uh, years ago, uh, being a worship pastor here. And now he and his uh, family are just faithful people here, uh, serving our church and, it is a it is a blessing and a ministry to to me as one of our pastors to um, have a qualified, faithful, godly man to be able to help fill in. Uh, while you're hearing this, I'm at the beach, and because of of that, you know, God has uh, provided exactly the people that our church body has needed from from season to season, and right now we're still uh, seeing that as well, and so. Uh, so yeah, so he's going to be uh, leading um, the singing portion of our service uh, this this Sunday, and um, it'll be a, a great blessing to us. Excellent. You know, this passage that we have this week as we uh, continue on in John chapter 12, I can't really figure out if I want to say that things are picking up or things are really slowing down, because the drama, though, we can say is building. Uh, it, it is the triumphal entry scene that uh, is in the Gospel of John is now we start to really slow down and everything gets really, really intense. And so it, it, I, I just want, that's my prayer, uh, is to be able to convey the weightiness of the text and the composure of Jesus Christ uh, in, in what is got to be one of the most high, the highest pressure situation of all time. Uh, it's it's now becoming the crunch time, and here is our good Savior uh, coming into Jerusalem, and so what a what an unbelievable text we get to bathe in this week, Stephen. Yeah, the tension is, is certainly rising, and as we consider the fact that um, Christ has done this all faithfully, perfectly, uh, perfectly obedient to the point of death, this is his journey, his walk to that, and. Um, we can learn a lot there, and we can be so grateful and thankful that this is the character of our Savior, that he would do these things, and he would point their attention directly to where it needs to be. Um, what a wise and patient God we have. Amen, Stephen. Well, I'm looking forward to Sunday. It'll be a great time of worship. <laughs> <laughs> 